Hey, everybody. How are you on this Wednesday evening? Welcome to another episode of Food Worth Forking. I'm your host, Laura Williams, and welcome. I'm happy you're here. I'm very happy you're here. And before we get started tonight, let's talk about a few things. First, if you are not subscribed to Food Worth Forking, please subscribe. Go to YouTube, subscribe, like this episode, hit that bell so you'll get the notifications. They're important. And then tell a friend. You tell a friend and then they'll tell a friend. And, you know, that's how it works. You know, we're out here helping each other. So, again, food worth forking, food, dating, and lifestyle. So, we are going to get started. We have comments already. Oh, yes, for the shimmer. Yes, there's a little shimmer happening tonight. <laughs> yes, Kenya. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, but we are going to get this episode started. Listen, I am very excited. I'm very excited because I have a newfound foodie friend, person to the podcast. Um, she's fantastic. And I want to get started and tell you about her and about what we're talking about tonight. So, okay. So listen, so tonight we're talking about purpose, on purpose, living on purpose, um, what that means for those of us, you know, over 35. Um, you know, we have milestones in our lives. Like when you turn 18, that's a shift. 21, 25, 35, yeah, 30, 35, 40. You get it. You get what I'm saying. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about purpose. So let's get it together. Once I get it together here, we can get it together. So I'm going to introduce her and let's get it started. So tonight, our guest um, is uh, Megan Krause. Um, she's going to share with us her thoughts and advice regarding purpose, living and doing things on purpose, what we get wrong about purpose and what to do instead. So let me tell you a little bit about Megan. Uh, Megan is a midlife transi transition coach, teacher, speaker, and writer known for her fun, curious, and non-judgmental -judge approach to helping people ages 35 to 55 overcome, is this as good as it gets? And we're going to um, talk about that tonight. Um, she helps people embrace this period of ad adaptation and growth by giving them the foundations in coaching science, um, lifestyle medicine, and the art of life transition. Megan has a master's uh, in public health, a master's of arts degree, and national board certified health and wellness coach. Um, Megan's worked in well-being for 16 years holds her master's in health promotion and integrative healing therapies, is double board, double board certified in lifestyle medicine and well-being coaching, and has advanced training. Listen, this woman is serious, y'all. Y'all better get ready. Um, has advanced training in energy healing and cognitive behavioral therapy. Basically, she's a non-judgmental combo of guide on the side and spirited best friend with way better listening skills. And I think you're going to enjoy this and you're going to enjoy her. So we are going to welcome, hold on, let me get it together. Let me get it together. You know how I do sometimes. 
Megan Krause, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Laura. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I am excited that you are here. <laughs> so listen, we're going to get started. So our topic for today, you are coming with your expertise and we're talking about purpose. And so before we get into purpose, Megan, tell us about you and tell us about your pot, your podcast, Bullshit, and how you started. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I am a, a curious lifelong learner and I've always been interested in well-being because it is so multidimensional. And so if I look back to being raised on a farm, to uh, really being into sports, to creative expression being a huge part of who I am, I naturally kind of dabbled in well-being. And uh, you know, fast forward to age 42, almost 43, and I'm happy to be here just to share a little bit about my work. You know, I work with people who are are roughly ages 35 to 55. And I help okay. them go from, is this as good as it gets to how good can it get? Mm. And, you know, my work is primarily one-to-one -one, and then I have a few programs that I do in a group setting. And I wanted to get the opportunity to connect with more people and deliver value for more people because, well, first of all, outside of COVID, and outside yeah. of, of the racial pandemic as well, yeah. people in midlife sort of struggle. And I say this with a caveat, it's not a midlife crisis like we're told in, on screen and stage. Yeah. There okay. is, you know, research that looks at happiness and there's a, it's a U-curve, picture a U-shape. And the okay. bottom of that U-curve is somewhere between the ages of 43 to 47. So there's this malaise that's going on that people don't necessarily give enough credence to, but then they joke about it being a crisis and then they kind of like repress it and don't deal with it. So my job that I get to do, you know, and the reason I started Bullship is to really offer sort of a coaching manual, a meditation on life and a, maybe a memoir to really help us all examine our lives that on the outside might seem comfortable, but on the inside, people are grappling with some dissatisfaction and help people arrive at their own epiphany. Okay. Or their bullshit, as I like right. to I love that name. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. you know, I just want to paint kind of, or share the varying textures of midlife challenges and then powerful practices that can ultimately lead to meaningful transition. Because the thing about it is, we spend nearly half our adult lives in some type of transition. So let's make it more satisfying. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yep. Well, I'm ready to get into it and learn. So let's let's get into this. So let's talk about purpose on purpose. What we what we get wrong about purpose and um, what to do instead. So I guess where we start is like, how does that? What is what do you say about purpose or on purpose? Yeah, yeah. So first, let's kind of ground it in a shared understanding. What really is purpose? Well, mm -hmm. purpose is really um, a result aimed at an intention, an intention, a resolution, an intention to live in a certain way. That's the simplest way to think about it. Okay. And we cause all sorts of consternation 
um, for ourselves because we think it's outside ourselves. And so, you know, usually when a mid-career professional will come to me, they're fired up because they want answers. What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. And they really can't wait. And, you know, I've, I've worked with thousands of people throughout my well-being career. And the greatest barrier to living our purpose is often this omnipresent belief that we need to find it. How many times have you said or used the word find in relation to your purpose? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I think that's a, that's a thing that people, well, you hear like, there's that confusion, like, well, what is my purpose? Like, I think mm -hmm. I'm doing it yeah. or, well, I don't understand. Maybe I'm wrong. Am I doing the right thing? Constantly questioning. Yeah. I'm questioning myself yeah. anyway. Yeah. And, you know, so many of us think that we need to find this one true cause and we want to know that, you know, our mission is to save two-legged dogs or to find a cure for cancer. Mm -hmm. Of course, it doesn't help that we see, you know, the likes of Angelina Jolie with refugees or President Jimmy Carter with Habitat for Humanity, who like are really steadfast in that in that way. Um, and they've helped us popularize this notion that we need to find this one true cause. And of course, the idea of having some sort of destiny is really a part of American mythology and it applies to a lot more than social causes. And it's just, you know, it's true for every topic. So you talk about dating, we see it, romantic relationships, who's my yes. true love? Yes. You know, this question, what are you going to be when you grow up? So the thing about it is like, people want to hear that you knew you were going to be a doctor or a basketball player or a lawyer or whatever. Then mm -hmm. you know, the minute you took your first step. And then when you're successful, you're expected to tell this version of your biography that supports this mythology. And so mm -hmm. for your early years of adulthood, you know, you climb the professional ranks. And so being able to point to this, this story of your professional success really is part of your manifest destiny. And it works really well. Then we enter midlife where mm -hmm. work, we're approaching uh, a phase where we're navigating all sorts of changes, caring for kids. If you have them caring for yeah. aging parents, if you have yeah. them. Um, and there is this research back happiness U curve. And so sure. The destiny story for the first couple decades works really well, but by the time you hit midlife, early midlife, you're starting to recognize this bullshit and you're, but you're still operating within that unhelpful, broader paradigm of purpose. Again, that mm -hmm. it's something you have to find. And so, I mean, and look at our superheroes, like Batman saw his parents murdered and it became his purpose to fight crime in Gotham City. Superman right. discovered that his people right. were wiped out because of civil war and he found his purpose in fostering peace and civility. And sure, this happens like big life events for some people, but for most of us, Living our purpose isn't about finding a destination. It's about unlocking an inner compass or direction. Okay. Okay. That's the big so, thing. What, so what is that? Because you, you mentioned this about the U curve. What, mm -hmm. is, what does that mean? Yeah. So basically it means that, um, again, around the ages of 43 to 47, and actually earlier for women than men, 37, okay. as early as uh, for women, there's this dip in happiness. And it's sort of this 
unexplained dip in terms of the, the sociological uh, writings about it. Um, and it lasts longer for men than it does for women. Okay. And invariably, when you hit your early 50s, uh, certainly by 55, you kind of come out of you come out the other side and you have this recognition of, oh, life isn't so bad. <laughs> but uh, you can imagine due to life circumstances, due to this yeah. recognition of a greater sense of purpose, maybe a lack of clarity around what that might mean. But okay. this awakening to all the bullshit that's going on in our lives that contributes to that dip in happiness. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. 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 So how would you, I mean, with that, um, what would be some suggestions of how we should think about yeah. purpose now? So if that this is where we are. We know that, okay, is purpose really one thing? Cause it could be many things. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I know that's one way, but what are some suggestions of ways that you know, people can look at it or think about it. Yeah, yeah. So I've got two kind of common myths that I want to just quickly dispel right away. Okay. First, you know, I talked about this already. First is purpose isn't a cause. It's an approach to work and to serving others or an, uh, said another way. Purpose is a verb, not a noun. Okay. And okay. then the, the second one is that purpose is a journey. It doesn't come as a revelation from above, but rather from seeking new experiences and unlocking your inner wisdom. So yeah. then the, the question becomes, okay, well, how do we unlock it? And I'll give you a simple formula for doing so. And this is, you know, there's a lot to it, but think of it like you got a sheet of paper next to you. You, you can, we can all remember an easy equation. So the, the equation is G plus mm -hmm. P plus V equals purpose. So our life purpose will always be an expression of our gifts. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. what we're, we feel we're naturally good at and enjoy doing. Number two, our passions, what we feel passionate or care deeply about or Said another way, what would break our heart? And then V is for values. So we feel that it fits our values in terms of how we prefer to operate in the world. Okay. Gifts plus passion plus values equals our purpose or our calling. So that's a that's just a quick way to explore that. And then there's another way, which is kind of Think of it like filling in the blank. I, I call it sort of the Twitter test. Okay. You can answer it in as few as 140 characters. And even though <laughs> Twitter now is 280 characters, I think. So, so you know, it's like the prompt is, I gain a sense of purpose when I use my gifts, mm -hmm. right? To mm -hmm. serve my passion, fill, fill that out. Right in a culture or setting that values, fill it out. And what gets me up in the morning is blank. Hmm. Those are really good. It sounds so simple. Yeah. Powerful. We don't give ourselves enough credit to know that we possess everything we need to discern purpose. Hmm. 
and we have to tap into it. Yeah, yeah. Can I share an example of? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so this is an example from my my grandmother, my dearly departed grandmother. She just passed early in February at age 97. She would have been 98 on Monday of this week. Oh wow! Uh, she had late stage dementia, uh, but she endured some pretty significant tragedy in her life. And it's really just a beautiful illustration of purpose. So married my grandfather, had two kids on a farm, raising them very successful in what they did. And then um, when her kids were 17 and 19, a tornado destroyed their entire farm site. Oh, wow. And my grandpa was literally caught in the tornado physically, set atop a granary from which he fell what? and spent months in intensive care with amnesia. I mean, just like, it was tragic. Meanwhile, my grandma has one kid in college and one at home who's a junior in high school, needs to find a way to not just afford living, they're farmers, everything was demolished, all their, all their livestock, all their crops. Um, you know, it, it was spring, so the crops weren't in yet. But point being, she became an Avon lady. This was 1967. Okay. And, and so it was early in, in terms of what women were doing in the working world. And yeah. she went on to have a 41-year career, an award-winning career in Avon. And it got her out of the house. She connected with people. She mm -hmm. served people. It and it was a the lowest point in her life. She didn't know if she wanted to continue her life because she had this husband who no longer recognized her. He was in the hospital. He didn't know which way was up or down. Yeah, it was just demoralizing. But the ability to grow in the way that she grew mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially, yeah. you know. And in the way that she gave, gave to her clients, uh, it really anchored her in a sense of purpose. Wow, that's a yeah. beautiful story. And that is also um, it was something you mentioned earlier um, in, in just you know my two cents, but it's, there's a point in, and not everyone has the capacity to do that, mm -hmm. um, but there's an intention like, you have to be with something like that, especially with a story like that. You it, that is intentional. What I need to do? What can I do? Let me look around and see, and connect. And if that wasn't it, if it wasn't Avon, or maybe Avon was it, and then Avon would have would lead her to something else, and then that will lead her to something else. And I guess that's also an example. That's a great example of what you're saying of purpose of just. And sometimes maybe we don't even know that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know like that story or your journey or what you're going through. That is that is your purpose because it's affecting someone else around you. Yeah. Or in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, are you familiar with uh, Victor Frankl? Have you heard that name? He wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. It's a pretty popular book. Millions of copies have been sold. And he, um, the short of it is, he was in a concentration camp for like four years during okay. the Holocaust. He later went on to be an MD, a neurologist, and psychiatrist. 
And, you know, he, he has a line that says something like, when we know our why, we can endure most anyhow. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, his life is living proof of that. Um, and the why doesn't always have to be this big cause, like I've said. It can be found in the small moments. And, you know, when we look at the research, so there's a book called Blue Zones. I helped edit that book back in like 2006. It's very popular. Blue Zones are regions of the world where people enjoy the healthiest longevity. Okay. And, uh, you know, purpose is a big part of it. And uh, when we look at longevity, Harvard did a study and essentially looked at these people who lived, had the longest lived lives and what they learn and what would they do differently. And they said they'd take more time to reflect. They said they'd be more courageous. And they said that they want their life to matter. Mm. And mattering matters. Sure does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. You know, from a health perspective, like purpose is really important. Mm-hmm. There's this famous neuroscientist, uh, Dr. Mahid Fatoui, who really lays it out. He says, okay, imagine a pill, right? And what would you pay for this pill that's going to help you reduce the effects of Alzheimer's by a significant amount? It's going to help you reduce uh, the incidence of stroke by like 40%. It's going to help you reduce your risk of dying early. This is true no matter your gender, your race, your socioeconomic status, or your education level. It's going to help you improve your sleep and maybe reduce your sleep apnea or other disorders. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got this pill, right? How yep. much would you pay for it? Probably a lot of money, right? Yeah. You don't have to. It's free. The pill is purpose. Mm. Okay. And okay. it's more important to, in terms of decreasing the risk of early death than drinking and smoking than exercising regularly. Huh. Yeah. Well, we need to get to work. (laughs) (laughs) We need to get to work, people. We need to get to work. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what do you... Okay, go go ahead. No, you go ahead. (laughs) No, I was just going to say what else, you know, what else about well-being and, you know, that... um, those things are important, but is there anything else that we're, that we're missing that's, you know, along with that, in line with that, excuse me, with, with purpose? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's easy to remember things in threes, fives, and seven. So three purpose, connection, and vitality. Like that's what you want to focus on. And so a really simple prescription. All right. So we talk about the pill. Yep. Let's run with that metaphor. Cause I, I work with a lot of, doctors and advanced practice clinicians and nurses. Okay. And and so I'm going to step outside my ranks (laughs) and offer a prescription, which is, it's a quick one. Commit to growing and commit to giving. Mm. We like to complicate all of these things. And we do so in our society because we like to monetize things. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah, and and yet, time and again, whether we're talking about purpose, whether we're talking about um, like stress management, psychological self care, uh, post traumatic growth, burnout, all of these 
topics have important nuances. I don't want to diminish that, but they have some really consistent principles. So when okay. you ask a question about like, what else do we need to know about well-being? Tell you what, I was just on a, a webinar yesterday with a doctor who's, who's a pain doctor. And we we're talking about trauma. And we we're talking about moving through trauma and toward post-traumatic growth. And I said, what, how can you get the biggest like, bang for your buck in terms of this? What could we do? You know what he said? What? Hugging. I cannot wait to get a good hug. But go I, ahead. Sorry. I think that's important. I think oh, he is absolutely right. Absolutely. I have warned my friends and family. I'm like, I'm going to hug you so hard. Yes. And yes. He said that not even in relation to the fact that we can't hug people because like it wouldn't look good if a doctor saying hug. Right, 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 right. Like, um, no, sir. No. But isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. And our breath. Our breath. But it's hard to monetize hugs and breaths. Yeah. <laughs> so we're told, yeah. get this wearable watch to track your, you know, steps and like track your macros and do all these other things. Comes back to purpose, connection, and vitality. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense because that's kind of, that's, listen, I think when you feel good and when it's comfort. I think you're able, people just more willing to, to go out and try. It's just, it's, those are also safe feelings or safe spaces. So if people feel safe, we move, we do. Mm -hmm. Now I would also add like vitality is kind of purpose and connection are pretty clear. Like connection could be with friends. It could be spiritual. It could be connecting with nature um, purpose could be related to a job. It could be related to um, uh, volunteering or, you know, I sort of think of a job as different than a mission, which is different than a mm -hmm. career, which is different it than is. a calling. It is. If you look at fulfillment and success, they're all a little bit different. Um, but vitality is a little bit more dynamic. Um, and when I say vitality, I mean your mental health, your physical health. So eat, move, sleep, those mm. sorts of things. Oh, we really complicate it because we just want to be told, like, if I watch all of Virgin River on Netflix in one weekend, am I, like, connecting? Am I connecting with my creative expression? You know? Like, right, no, right, right, right. We just don't necessarily do it. <laughs> so my job as, as a coach is, in being trained how to ask questions that help people elicit what matters most for them and how to make that happen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Well, this is exciting. This is good stuff. <laughs> it is. It's, it's great information. It's good stuff. So tell us like, what's, what's coming up with you? What other you have, you just gave us really, you just laid a good, foundation so if if someone didn't know or are questioning though you know these are all steps and all tools and it's really at that point once you have the tools and you have the information it's up to you it's up to you to pick them up and to use them and to move yeah. so um so what's what's what else is going on what's going on with you what's coming up yeah oh well actually the timing of this i mean we you didn't even know it when we first started communicating 
Yeah. Um, I, I didn't share this with you, but I'm actually next week releasing a program. It's called Career to Calling Accelerator. And um, yeah, so people starting this Sunday, people can uh, sit down to have a call with me. The program itself starts on the 5th. And it's really to help people live their purpose um, by helping them, you know, understand the essence of what makes them feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And then creating a way to live out their calling in a way that aligns with their values, with their financial needs, with like their standards of integrity, how they want to show up in the world with their lifestyle choices. And yeah, it's a 90 day program. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It involves working with me. It involves helping people get really clear and grounded in, you know, not just what their purpose is, but how it best will align in their life. Because, you know, like I said, for some, it might be in the form of a full-time, you know, position for others. It might be volunteering, but predominantly it's, it's really about helping mid career professionals really discern their calling and then reinvent their experience so that they can enjoy greater fulfillment. Cool. And it could not have come. I don't know if you have been waiting, waiting to do this or how long you've been waiting to do this, but it could not have come at a better time. I know. It really couldn't. Yeah. It's like perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Well, perfect. and also like in terms of society, people are starting to, you know, the world is starting to open up. Yeah. There's sort of a, a sense of hope that's kind of emerging, <laughs> uh, you know, among people. And they're starting to see with the the ability to reflect and look inward in the past year that maybe they want something different for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I'm here to help them define it and make it happen. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait for you (laughs) to tell me what happens and how you, I was like helping all these people because that's what's going to be happening, which is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. But one thing I would like to add, I would like to add, and then we're going to move into our next segment, um, is we were talking about earlier, just, you know, the intention of purpose. And then, and it's just a thought, and th- because with that, there's also, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So with, with things that we do, things that are different, it's uncomfortable, but if we move past being uncomfortable and really, again, even with intention of like, I'm going to keep going, although this is uncomfortable, the other side is, I think will be amazing when you get there. And then we have you to help us along the way, Megan. So, (laughs) well, I mean, it's great stuff. Yeah. May I share something about discomfort? Yeah. We, okay, discomfort gets like a bad rap in our society because we falsely associate it or assume it to mean, oh, something's wrong, I need to stop. Actually, what's happening is a series of biochemical changes in our body. And these are new hormones that we're not used to experiencing. And because they're new and unfamiliar, we, again, we misread what is actually happening. And this is why we see people give up, even though they really want the thing. 
And often the giving up happens just before we've sort of adapted to that new biochemistry and okay. before the big awakening and ahas and changes happen. Okay. Well, that makes sense though. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, Cause we get scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's just the whole mindset. The, the whole set piece, yeah. Like, what are we like, talking about? Like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And that is why I really do work on providing coaching science. So, so the focus of mindset, um, lifestyle medicine, like understanding your body's biochemistry and working with it to foster it, and the art of life transitions, because life transitions are an art. There's a sequence to it. And that's kind of my special alchemy in terms of okay. how I work people. Well, listen, you all, you heard her here. Get, follow Megan, get with it. If you need it, invest in you. This is a wonderful thing. And and just to kind of end this segment, this segment, in the meantime, as we're doing this and even considering doing the work for ourselves, um, this is just a little something that I've started to add Um to the podcast is just in the meantime, what are you bringing to the table and what's your recipe for your purpose? What do you think it is? What's your recipe? And just kind of jot it down along with the tools that um, Megan has, you know, blessed us with tonight and the ideas, even if it's just sparking like mm, the thought, that's still a great thing. So invest in you, invest in you. I think that's food worth working. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Full food. Yes. <laughs>get into the next segment of the show of the podcast. It's time for a little in between the bites. In between the bites and tonight we are going to oh wait, let me back up. Let me back up. Megan is our co-host. Megan is my co-host so she is joining me for the rest of this episode. So okay, here we go. I don't want to forget that. Be like, "Oh, bye." No, no, she's staying. She's staying. Um yeah, so let's get in in between the bites. So let's talk about it. like okay, so it is Women's History Month still. And I want to talk about a woman just a little bit about some accomplishments that she's made. And her name is Desiree Robinson. And Desiree Robinson is, um, she is the first um, African-American woman to be inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. She is co-founder and pitmaster at Cozy Corner, which is in Lexington, Mississippi. Um, well, I'm sorry. She, she was born in Lexington, Mississippi, but the restaurant is in Memphis. The restaurant is in Memphis. My bad. Sorry, you guys. And she's been doing this since 1977. So we just want to give it up to Desiree for making that huge accomplishment because there, are, there aren't um, many women um, in barbecue at all or even pit masters. Um, but there are a lot of women out here we just don't hear about them. We definitely don't see them on television. We might see one or two, but we don't see them. And I get excited because I 
if you know me, I love barbecue. Between brunch and barbecue, I'd be happy. I'd be set for the rest of my life. <laughs> Some good barbecue. Where's the best barbecue you've ever had? Um, I have to say my brother is a pretty good, he's a pretty good grill master. I mean, it, like when I, my birthday is um, in December, it's the day after Christmas. And so there have been years when it's like, what do you want? You know what? I really want you to, I just want you to barbecue. And it's, you know, I'm from Ohio, so it's, it's cold and he will grill. And I'm like, that's serious. <laughs> serious. Um, but it's funny because here in New York, uh, you know, I, the barbecue spots, either the, and I don't eat pork. So you have, and not a lot of these restaurants, uh, serve barbecue chicken or grilled chicken, but the meat is good, but the sides are bad. Mm. Yeah. The, they just don't meet. They just don't, you know, everything. And barbecue is not just about like good ribs or chicken or brisket. It's like, that's a part of it, at least for me, to me, of a part of, that's definitely an important part. But when you have great sides and the barbecue, oh, that's, no, all to, that hands down. I will go there every day, all day. I just haven't discovered that here yet. No. Sounds like a restaurant opportunity. For somebody. I, <laughs> or do you like barbecue? Are you a barbecue person at all? Yeah, yeah, I do like it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm about it all day. I could do it every day. Um, so as we know, we talked about Desiree and she's out here making great strides and has been doing it for a very long time. But I want to kind of get into another serious, this is a, kind of a serious moment here. It's a serious. Um, listen, uh, we have, there's been a debate about this for a very long time. I actually take this very seriously as do many other people. And I'm just going to, you know, let you all listen and, you know, see for yourself and you let me know, let me know your thoughts. Here you go. I woke up this morning with a song on my heart and my spirit, and it's early morning, but I want to share it with my friends, family, my followers, and my fans. Sugar don't go on grits. Sure as I'm John P. Key. If you need some sugar, go get you some cream. Of wheat, hey, hey, somebody go tell Kev on stage, Fred Hammond, you know better, what they wrote on the box was a trick, because sugar just don't go, sugar don't go, don't go, hey, hey, sugar don't go, on my grid. Sugar don't go, sugar don't go, sugar don't go, oh, 
like the top a top gospel singer um oh. he's had all these choirs and so when i saw that i was like yes john <laughs> yes you are correct um but that's been a debate that's a de debate for a very long time some people say yes some people say no um there's some comments here oh boy let me see what's going on over here don't do it yes it yeah. didn't and he did sing it. He did. He took it very seriously. He took it very, very seriously. But do you, have you, has that ever been a thing or have you heard of it? Like sugar and, or no sugar or cheese? Well, cheese grits, of course, but you're not going to sugar in that. But. Yeah, I've never, I've had grits. Uh, there's, uh, I live in Minnesota and Minneapolis. There's a restaurant that has really great grits and I'm a savory kind of gal anyway. Like, I don't, yes. need, you know, I don't need sweets. So for me, no, sugar would never go on grits. I am, <laughs> I am in alignment. I want the, give me like the savory, the creamy, like, mm, that's what I want. Yes, 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 yes. It's funny. I was like, no, he's right. But I just love, cause he took that to heart. He, he meant every single oh. word. He took it mm -hmm. seriously. And he was like, no, we're not doing it. I'm not doing it. And you're not either. So he was delivering a point of view for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I felt it. So, so we've gone, you know, from, from, we're about to go from grits and the debate of that. We, we might have to talk about that on a later episode. Gone from sugar and grits or no sugar and grits. Now we're going to get into some delicious bites. And I just want to share with you all that I have a really great friend, a good friend, and she is an amazing cook. And she decided that she was, you know, she was like, oh, you're going for dinner. You're like, oh, okay. Just a little something. And she literally like, this is what, this is what she made. This is what you go to someone's house. And this is like, this is what you make. This is um, shrimp wonton soup. And I was like, who does like, who does this unless you're finding it at a restaurant? But yeah. this is what she had at home. This is, I was like, wait, what? Like you made it? Like she made this. And that's awesome. And this, and this has bok choy and mushrooms. Now I'm not a huge bok choy fan, but it's all right. I, you know, sometimes you just got to You'll find out, you'll discover some things and you'll be like, you know what? It's not so bad. It's not so bad. But that right there, that right there is everything. Beautiful. The presentation is stunning. Right? You really thought, I was like, am I? You didn't make yeah. this. This is that. This yeah, is that. I, I just, if I can't do it in like 20 minutes, I'm not interested. Right? <laughs> I will eat it. Glad. Yes. Yes, and that is exactly how I feel these days. That is exactly how I feel. I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. 
No, thank you. No, thank you. Wait, we have people who are now commenting on the grits. We're going back uh, just a tad. No, you are right. Wanda, sugar don't go on grits. You are correct. You are correct. I don't know many people who do. But what's happening with this with this um shrimp wonton? Let's see here. Jason said, yum. Verna, you're yes. Is that for the wonton soup? I, th that would surprise me. But okay, we're going to go with it. Oh, you, oh yeah, you probably would like that. Yes. Where am I going? Who made it? Teresa. <laughs> Teresa made it. Teresa Minger made that. It was it, amazing. Awesome. And we can, I am going to post the recipe. So after tonight, the recipe will be up and you the recipe will be up on the site and you'll get it tomorrow. Yes. Yes, yes. And Jordan's like, that's my mom. Yes, Jordan, darling. Yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And it was delicious. Delicious. So look, we get we've gone from shrimp and grits, not shrimp and grits. See, I get it confused. Sugar grits, no sugar grits. We had some shrimp, wonton soup, and now we're going to get into some smash or pass. All right. Now, Megan, this is pretty serious. People, people get it. They, they're starting to get in these comments. So let's get started. And I'm going to show you what I have tonight. Let's see. Smash or pass. And here we go. Ooh. Tell me what, the, what this is. I, it's a croissant, isn't it? With it like is. confetti, confetti uh, whatever. It is. But this is a birthday cake croissant. It's okay. Flaky, buttery croissant with a gooey sprinkled cake batter center. I am a I I don't really care for sweets that much. Plus I don't eat gluten. So yeah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You're like you're gonna pass. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. You're gonna pass. Okay. Let's see what folks are out here saying. What is that? Wait, all my teeth hurt. Yeah. Jay, your teeth would hurt. <laughs> I think my teeth would hurt too, because that is pretty yeah. serious. Because I was like, the sprinkles and cake batter? Yeah, it's a little sack. I'm like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yes. Agreeing. People are like, no, we're passing. <laughs> all right, everybody. What'd you say? I said, all right, everybody. We are in a lot. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Vernon says, yeah, I love sweets, but passing. Yeah, everyone, you got that's like unanimous pass. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so let's see here. We are about to get into this next one. I have come on. Do I have a winner? I don't oh, know. I would smash the hell out of that. That's <laughs> like mac and cheese egg roll. Yes, sweet. there's some like there's something green in there. Is it? What is it? You know, I don't know what that is. Let's see. So we have a crispy fried exterior um, encasing a golden creamy cheese mm. and macaroni. So that green, maybe it's, a, we're going to say, maybe it's a spice. Whatever it is, I'm here for yeah. it. Mm, yeah. yeah. So we have a mac and cheese spring roll. What say you folks? I don't know. What, you're laughing. I don't know if that means you would smash or not, Wanda, but okay. 
Absolutely smashing that. Jason says smash. Mm-hmm. Verna is a no go. Nope. Yeah, she said no. Shame. It's shame on you. <laughs> yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. I know. I know. All right. So let's see. Next up is. Okay, so this is a fried chicken and waffle cone. cone. Yeah. I mean, it's just boneless chunks of chicken and a sweet waffle cone. I'm like, eh, okay, maybe. But I'm not, I, I wouldn't eat the cone. I would just eat the chicken. Yeah, I'm with you, but I'd probably just pass and go straight back to the the mac and the cheese. Macaroni and cheese roll. <laughs> There's something about chunks of chicken that don't have any bones that like i'm like how was this made oh that's true that's true mm -hmm. that's true people say that so i'm assuming verna's passing on that jay i'm assuming that this is for the chicken in the cone you Verna, are you have a very discerning palate i like this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is like no the answer is no I know we're like, come on, Verna. <laughs> so she's like, yes, yes. And then, oh, you were laughing at Meg's response to smashing the egg roll. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. And Jordan, I'm assuming you mean that you need some meat in there and you need some meat in that mac. That would be good though. Like if there was some type Thank of you. like brisket or something in that um mac and cheese roll that would be bomb mm -hmm. okay i agree i agree to that i agree so i think you know i think we're i think we're passing on this too yeah I think it sounds like we're like eh, okay all right ladies and gentlemen i have one more for you and let's see what you say now this is my one of my all-time favorites so I am I am smashing all day, every day, and this is a French martini. Ooh, it's a French martini. It is a raspberry liqueur with vodka, or you can do just regular vodka or vanilla vodka and pineapple juice. Mm. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorites. So, ooh, you had me until the pineapple. Oh. I still, I still would smash it. Okay, okay. You might try. You might say, "I might try it." Yeah, you might see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might see what happens here. Mm -hmm. Have no one is like they're like no, I like no smash. Okay, yes, Jason oh. is like I smash twice. Okay, all right, Jason. Then we Wanda's a smash, and Verna, you know, is passing. <laughs> Verna. Wait, did Verna, Verna, you didn't say smash to anything tonight, did you? I don't think she did. No. I'm impressed. No. I want to know what Verna's fridge looks like. Right. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, she said, no, get out of here. I'm passing on it. I'm passing. All right. Well, we, we kind of, it was maybe, maybe it was, you know, maybe it's even tonight. No, I think we had like one or two smashes. Like we have. One for sure smash and like maybe a half smash. <laughs> like kinda I kinda might smash. Mm -hmm. Um 
Wait, what's going on here? Yes, Verna says, I don't like anything. She's <laughs> 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 like, like, no, I don't. It's okay. It's okay. And okay. Going about oh. one, oh, smash. Yes. <laughs> on the martini. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, we didn't do, I didn't do too bad. Not half bad tonight. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. So, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to wrap up this episode. Like we are about to call it an evening, but I do want to say, hold on here. That I saw something in here for you, Megan. And let me go back. Oh, wait, comments. Let's see. Up. And this person says also the link to find out about the personal coaching classes with Megan. So yes. So what we are what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a little bit here. Hold on, hold on. How you can get in touch and find Megan here is like this. She is the host of Bullshift Podcast. And this is her website. So Megan, is all this information going to be up on your website or it's going to be there soon? Yes. So um, starting on Sunday, starting on Sunday, it'll be up Sunday night. Um, In terms of this particular program, there are other ways to work with me, of course, but um, this particular program will go live on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, On Instagram, my handle is Megan. Megan with an H uh, underscore Krause. Uh, and then Facebook, you know, hello, Megan Krause. So I'd love to connect with people. Yay. It's so fun connecting with you tonight, Laura. I'm excited because I hope we can do this again. Mm-hmm. We'll figure out another topic and tie in food and some, some good, like, helping tips and figuring out how we can live better with purpose mm-hmm. right yeah I'm with, that. I'm with that I'm about it so Megan listen I want to thank you again for being here this has been enjoyable informative um, and authentic which is a wonderful thing um, again connect with Megan on Instagram um, here's the information right here on the screen bullshit she has some great episodes so check her out check out her podcast it's extremely helpful um and um and she's funny and she is funny so you will be it's not like does not fall flat at all you will be like wait what so you will enjoy it so again i want to thank everyone for being up here tonight being a part um please remember to subscribe to the channel subscribe to birth working channel hit the bell for notifications um like this episode um follow me on ig twitter and facebook food worth working um it's been a pleasure i always enjoy it and um listen folks make sure you take care of yourselves out here in this world and um listen until we eat again Make it food worth working. Have a good night. (laughs) Thank you.